Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Uh, want to thank you guys for your understanding last week that I am an idiot and forgot to hit record on my streaming software. So that is why there was no episode on YouTube. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I promise to the best of my ability, it won't happen again. But as you can see, I remembered to record it this time. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, thank you again. As always, I appreciate you guys thoroughly. Today, we're going to talk about a few things, uh, mostly focused on what we believe is coming soon. The calendar in-game does not give us anything past May 26th, which is this Thursday. We're led to believe that a big collection should be coming soon. Last year, May 29th. This year, who effing knows? We'll see. I'm hoping it's soon. I'm ready. Uh, well, I think so. I'm as ready as I can be. Um, now that, you know, my live series collections are done, I've been spending all my stubs to fill out my binder, my inventory. Uh, your boy is stub broke, but for a good reason. Um, first things first, we're going to do a team update because my team has changed a little bit. And I think, like, like I said, every time I, I think it's worth talking about a team update, we're going to talk about a team update. Um, so let's get on into it. Hello, everybody. Again, here's the squad. I made World Series, uh, two days ago. It was awesome. Played my, I started the day at 874. First game I queued into was on Legend. Somehow won 4-2. It was a great day. Uh, and then the next game I played, I was getting tallywhacked by a guy who just didn't swing at balls. Everything he swung at was fucking shit on. I scored six runs in the last two innings and hit a walk-off home run with Big Frank Thomas. So, talk about being rock hard. Uh, what a fucking set of games. Made World Series, I'm up to 9-12, done for the season, of course. Season ends after Memorial Day weekend. I chose Clayton Kershaw as my reward, mostly to fill out my binder. Mostly. I don't really care for that Clayton Kershaw card, but I chose that one. Uh, let's go over the lineup. Kirk Gibson still holding down the fort in left field. He's hitting 314. Truth be told, it's a little low for where the rest of my averages are. But he was in, like, the 280s last week. So we're climbing. We're climbing. Using him in the events some has helped, but he's getting there. Trout never leaving center field. Roberto Clemente, I'm still kind of wishy-washy on in right field. Uh, he's hitting 355, but it's mostly weak. He's got a lot of bloopy-poopies. For now, in my opinion, there aren't many better options, so he's going to hang out there. You could argue that that Takashi series, Carlos Delgado, could play left, and then you'd put Gibson in right. But God, I don't want that speed in left field, and I don't have that card yet anyway. So, it's just how it how it works. We've made a switch. Previously, we had Wade Boggs at third, Troy Gloss at short. Right now, we've got Superfractor Troy Gloss back at third base, where he is a 90 overall defender. So, he's a diamond shield, 89 arm. I know his contact versus righty is not good. It's only a 78 at P5. I'm hitting 375 with this card. I rake with it. Until I get a better third base option, and I don't even know who that would be, Troy Gloss is the guy. Playing short, new card. Second half heroes, Cattell Marte. I'm so happy I was able to get this card. I saved up stubs to get it. This card is disgusting. We're used to seeing our Cattell Marte cards just be very lefty proficient. This card is essentially balanced perfectly. Plays a ton of positions. Centerfield primary, if you get him to... P3, 
He's a gold at his secondary, so I'm at P2. I'm one parallel away, and actually, yeah, a decent amount of time. So one parallel away. Um, his speed is decent. His fielding, once you get him to gold, is fine. His reaction's high, so that's good. Uh, this card's insane. He also plays second, left, right, and obviously short where I have him. Second base, Chase Utley, that's not different. Frank Thomas, that's not different. Joe Maurer, that's not different. The bench, little switch up. Wade Boggs is now on the bench instead of Juan Soto. I know that's a little strange because Boggs doesn't have a ton of pop, but I was playing on high difficulties, Hall of Fame and Legend, so I wanted to have the higher contact Wade Boggs there instead of Soto, and I also think Soto was playing down when I was playing ranked, so just to be safe, I wanted to put Boggs there. He's also P4. We're destroying the baseball with this guy. I'm hitting 450. It's pretty fucking good. Also on the bench now, Juan Pierre. He is there strictly for speed and some defensive replacements if I need to get funky. I usually don't need the defense in the outfield, but he's a 99 speed, 99 steal. He is there as a last-ditch scenario. He's there if my pinch hitter gets on base, I then pinch run. Simple as that. It's really all it is. Uh, also, I don't know if Gary Carter's new per se, but I would just like to point out the fact that this Gary Carter is disgusting. Hitting 488 with Gary Carter... And I don't know what SDS might have done. They did something to his swing, because his swing is immaculate this year. I can't wait to see what his 99 looks like, because his 96 is already pretty damn good. I would imagine they boost the contact versus right and boost the fielding for his 99. That's just a guess, because I don't see how else this card could get much better. This card is, is dirty nasty. He's got a great pimp job, awesome off the bench, hits lefties better, but he does hit righties just fine. Uh, so big fan. New to the rotation, we got him. 95 Roy Halladay. We got there in the reward path, or the uh, program path. I didn't have to spend stubs on him. I've only used him for two innings in the event. He's got two wins. No base runners allowed. Um, not much to report yet. I like the pitch mix. Cutter, sinker, splitter. Four-seamer and sinker are really at the same speed. So you're relying on the break that he gets, which is admittedly not a ton. His 99 will be better, but he's got insane control, nice, comfortable delivery that's easy to work with. I like him so far. I need to see more. New to the bullpen. We've fucked around with the bullpen a lot because I can't seem to find pitchers I like. Brad Hand and Josh Hader are back in. They have replaced Jose Alvarado um, and Zach Britton. I think the 93 Zach Britton fucking sucks. It's terrible. Alvarado just didn't have the control that I wanted. And when this Brad Hand came out, I jumped to get him. I threw a scoreless inning with three strikeouts. I actually struck out the side in my World Series game with Brad Hand. Um, I like Brad Hand. Some people don't enjoy pitching with him. I do, so it's fine for me. Uh, we took out 91 Mariano Rivera, unfortunately, because that card also sucks. We put in Steve Ciszek, and I added uh, Joan or, or Juan Duran. I think he says Juan. Juan Duran for Michael King. I think Michael King is just too predictable. I enjoy that card thoroughly, but this Duran, I mean... Outlier on his splitter throws 102 with a slow as shit cutter. You're going to induce a lot of weak grounders, and you're going to get a lot of strikeouts if you pitch correctly with this guy. And that 12-6 curve is a hammer. Is he the best reliever in the game? No. Is he worth having in your bullpen? I personally think so, and he's free from tops now. So just go do it. Go get him. Okay. Let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Let's talk collections. We think, as I said, uh, we, meaning the, the community at large, thinks a collection is coming soon. 
We don't know the day. We can only guess that it's probably going to be early in June. We haven't heard anything about it yet, and the calendar is not teasing that far out, and I think that's on purpose. I don't think they want to give us too much runtime on this collection. A couple words of advice on collections before we get started. Making stubs this year is incredibly difficult. We know this. Most people tend to start focusing on the Live Series collection before they shift focus to these other big collections that come out. If there was any year to not do that, I think it would be this one. Roberto Clemente, as we've established, is just so-so. Frank Thomas, if you don't hit well with him, he's an utter piece of trash. That Randy Johnson card is filthy, nasty, gross. It's the best card in the game, or best pitcher in the game right now. It might be the best pitcher ever released on day one. I don't know what he really had him day one, but technically he's a day one pitcher because he's a collection reward. But you're only going to use him once every four to five games. So I could understand why you're not so inclined to go after that. But even though stub making has been hard, a lot of these cards that don't go towards the live series collections, a lot of the legends and flashbacks, their prices are pretty far down, like in, rel in, in, in relation rather to recent years. I think that's because they've made rewind packs so easy to get. Uh, the BR program path just throws these lower overall uh, flashbacks and legends at you. A lot of these cards can be grinded for free. Let's just, let, let's take stock of the situation. I have a notepad with things I've written down as far as how many I think you need. It's important to note all of these numbers and guesstimates are based on Monday, May 23rd. Again, we don't know when a collection is coming, so it is incredibly likely that more cards will be released before the collection comes out. So these numbers will skew a bit as my sell order for Victor Caratini goes through 37 stubs. Hooray me. Um, so just keep in mind that these are rough benchmarks. I think it's, it's safe to get close to them. It's going to be give or take. I tend to err on the side of get more than you need because in MLB 20... It was pretty simple to get the collections. I'm not saying it was the easiest thing, but it was simple compared to last year. In 21, they were like, oh, there's only six signature series cards in the game? Yeah, you gotta have six. So I, I think they're gonna find a middle ground. Listen, collections like these are not supposed to be easy. You are not supposed to have these done five minutes after the content drops. I certainly hope to. I'm trying to be prepared. I've had live series collections done for a few weeks, so I've really, really focused my attention on grinding stubs, making stubs, spending stubs to get these cards, putting in buy orders instead of buying them outright, capitalizing on market crashes. We'll talk about all of those things, strategies on how to get these cards, okay? This this is the type of, of, of content that I like giving you guys. I am by no means a market expert. I am not going to pretend that I am. But I actually think that these type of episodes are constructive, helpful. You can maybe learn something from them. So let's, let's just dive in. We're going to start at the bottom with postseason cards, okay? So as of right now, there are nine postseason cards. Again, this is as of Monday, May 23rd. At 7.48 p.m., if the time matters to you. I have eight of them. I think you're only going to need six or seven. Be somewhere comfortably in that range. Because when you look at it, Halliday, free. 
Bench, free. Bichette, free. Tomei, if you collect the Indians or, or Guardians. Lefty Grove, cheap. David Price, you can get him in the in the ranked path, so essentially free. Gary Sheffield, collect the Marlins, the ch- one of the cheapest collections to do. Um, Tony Perez, collect the Reds, super cheap. This, even if they asked for eight, which they wouldn't do, but even if they asked for eight, this is an ex- incredibly, incredibly cheap collection. Jim Tomei is getting increasingly more expensive because Jose Ramirez is getting increasingly more expensive. And Oral Hershiser's a BR reward. Not hard to get, but some people, that's just not their vibe. So that's why I think it's going to be six or seven. And I think that's a fair number. I think it's an easy number. Generally speaking, you want to double what the initial collection was. So you can't see it behind my face cam. Uh, but the initial collection was you collect two of these, you get five show packs. I think we're past the point where you just straight up double it. I think you have to really base it off where we are in the year and what cards we have. So I'm saying six or seven for the postseason. By the way, should have mentioned this before. There are currently 16 different card types. I think you're going to have to collect 14 of them. I think you'll be able to skip two. You might only be able to skip one, but I think you're going to be able to skip two. That's just a guess. You don't have to get vouchers for every single one. And they will not make you make get, get vouchers for every single one. It'll either be 14 or 15. You will not have to get all 16, because that would be fucking absurd. If they did that, that would really cause a problem. That People would complain about that. Uh, we'll go to veteran. There are 29 veteran cards. I have every single one, and that's not because I, I you know, I, I might have spent stubs on Billy Wagner, who I got for 8K. Nothing. Um, Eric Hosmer was Royals. Like, all of these were incredibly attainable. Like, just super, super attainable. A lot of them from BR, some from collections. Uh, I think you need to have 20. I wouldn't be shocked if it's 25, just because of how attainable all these cards are. Um... This is the type of one that, even without trying, you should already have 20 of them. You really should. And it's not a problem if you don't. It probably just means you sold cards as you got them. But this is the type of one where you could just open this collection or open this section and be like, oh, shit, I have 20. Like, you wouldn't even realize it. So, veteran will not be a problem for you. All-star. There are 58, 58 all-star cards. As you can see, I'm missing a few. Excuse me. I'm missing seven of them. I think you'll need 40, maybe 45. This is another one, though, that's really pretty simple to get going with. It's a lot of golds. There's some. Uh, there's one silver, a couple low diamonds. Like, this is not a bad one. If this is one you're struggling with, you're not ready to complete collections anyway. But th- this one will be okay. There's a lot of cards. They're not going to make you collect all 58 of them. I say 40 to 45 is a sweet spot. Breakout. There are 38 breakout cards. Okay? 38. Granted, this one might be a little difficult depending on how high they go. I think you're going to need 30. I understand that's a lot, but the last collection was 15. You double it to 30. There's only 38. I think it's a sweet spot. Important things to note. Most of the silvers and golds are BR cards. Willie Stargell was a Pirates collection. Super cheap. Um... Who else do we have in here that was a collection? Kyle Hendricks, Cubs collection, super cheap. Not hard. Um, Edgar Martinez was a Mariners collection. Jose Alvarado, Rays collection. If you uh, Texas, Mike Napoli collection. If you can complete the cheap collections, that's going to be a big help here. Um, then there are some cheap cards from like the big dog packs. I bought Pablo Sandoval when his price cratered. I bought Brian Roberts when his price cratered. Nelson Cruz, same thing. Uh... You know, Christian Yelich, Corey Kluber, 
They're in the expensive rounds of the big dogs. They're right now. I actually got them cheaper than this. Yelich right now is like twenty seven k on a on a buy now. Um, Kluber's cheap. You could still get Kluber cheap. I bought these cards one because I like Yelich. I like using him in the event. But I think these are the cards you're going to want to buy now because they're the cards that are going to boom in price if the collection comes out. And people end up selling them. We'll talk about strategies with that after we're done going over everything. Because I do have some strategies for that. But I made the decision to spend the stubs now. And just, I know it's basically 30k just sitting in my binder. I've accepted that. I think it's okay. You can also come in and get Ralph Kiner pretty cheap if you want to bolster your collection. It's the, one of the new headliners. Also, I mean, let's be honest here. His swing kind of sucks, but not a bad card. His defense is bad, but not a bad offensive card. Um... So I think, like I said, probably around 30 of them. Rookie, there are 33 rookies. I have every single one because, as you'd imagine, they're pretty easy to get. They're low, low-rated cards. A lot of bronzes, a lot of silvers, a, f- a few golds, five diamonds. You could do this one without trying. With 33 rookies, I think you're going to need somewhere between 24, 25, 26 in that range. Wouldn't be shocked if they asked for 30. That might be too high, but I wouldn't be shocked. Just based on how easy these cards are to get. Second Half Heroes is one I've admittedly been focusing on filling out. Because some of these cards, not that they're hard to get, but they're not just given to you for free. So Second Half Heroes, right now there are 21 of them. Again, this is one of the harder ones, I think. I think you're going to need 15. Wouldn't be shocked if they just went to 16, but I think it's going to be 15. You're going to have to complete the Mets for Gary Carter. That's a hard one. Jim Edmonds is the most recent BR. J.R. Richards is the most recent BR. Cattell Marte is an expensive headliner. 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 Uh, Program card. He's cheap. Event reward. BR. BR. Headliner. Event. Uh, Is he a collection, Tom Hankey? Yeah. Collection. Another BR. Event. Roy Halladay program. Event. Like, collection. There's a lot of cards in here that you had to be playing the game for. Like, really playing the game for. And having some level of success in the game for. Or you've got really good pack luck. This is the one that some people are going to skip. Or this is the one that are going to hold a lot of people up. So that's why I'm trying to make sure over the next couple days I can get some more of these cards. Some extras of these cards. Because if the market boosts on them, I'm selling the fuck out of them really quick. Make some stubs. Um... God, can tell Marte's price went up even more. Maron. I got him at a decent price compared to what that is. Um, second half heroes, don't be upset if you're behind. You, you need, I think, 15 of them. They might be really kind and say, oh, I only need 12. They've never been that kind before, so just be prepared for those numbers. Uh, tops now. Right now, there's 30. Madison Bumgarner and Trevor Story were event rewards. And then uh, Ryan Howard, Juan Soto, and Trey Turner were um, BR cards. So I think they're going to only ask for 24 of them. But they're all free and easy to get. Especially with the event packs or the rewind packs now in events. I would say just do all your Tops Now moments and get all of them. You basically need all of them anyway to do the monthly programs as they come out. So if you haven't gotten all of them yet, just go spend an hour, knock them all out. It's it's worth it to have all of them in the long run anyway. Just do it now. Monthly awards, same thing. So right now, if you include Jim Rice, who's currently unattainable, but right now if you have Jim Rice included, there are 15 monthly awards cards. There is a chance 
not guaranteed, but based on where we are in the calendar, there is a chance that the May program comes out before the collection comes out. So that number will skew. Just get them all. Just get them all. I understand there are also some throwback ones. Victor Reyes, Alex Dickerson, Ross Stripling. They're each 3K. Just go get them. You might already have one or two of them just from progressing. It's a grind to get these monthly cards. I understand that. But just get them because they are literally handed to you for free. And if you can knock out a voucher that easily, I suggest you do it. Okay, prospects. This one is an interesting one. This one can go a couple of ways. So right now there are 43 prospect cards. There are 30 golds, one for each team. And the collection is Adley Rutschman. So, Adley Rutschman himself could just be a voucher. If you have Adley Rutschman, Adley Rutschman, excuse me, you lock him in, boom, done. Don't have to worry about it. They could also be like, oh, there's 43 of them, and a lot of the diamonds have dropped in price. We're going to ask you for 35, 36 prospects. That's why I've kind of started to stock up on a few. I have Jordan Walker. I have Jack Leiter. I have O'Neill Cruz. Um, I have Alec Bohm. I do plan on getting Casas and Marte pretty soon because they're super, super cheap, like 4500 each. Volpe's super cheap. Julio Rodriguez, fucking old, for, for 11k for a 90 overall, that's cheap. So I like to fill out and try to get every card myself anyway. I If, if I had to guess, I would say they're just going to make you get Adley, so... 30, or technically it's only 25, sorry, 25 of the gold prospects you get Adley. I think that's the way I'd go. But if you want to be prepared, prospect cards are super easy to get, especially the golds, stock up. Again, I am always going to err on the side of get more of them and be prepared. Because worst case scenario, and again, we'll talk about this after I'm done, if the collection drops and you have way too many cards, that is the best time on earth to profit. You'll make fuck. You'll get stub rich if you just start selling the cards you don't need to collect. Face of the franchise. This is a huge one. So there are thirty face of the franchise cards. It was the first program. I think you're going to need twenty to twenty four of them. These prices have cratered to eight k, eighty five hundred. 9,000, there's, so I have 25 of them, and the only five I don't have are the quote-unquote expensive ones. Josh Bell, 11K. Jazz Chisholm, 14K. Lindor, 10K, his price actually coming down. Real Muto, 10K, and Trout is 15. Everybody else, fucking cheap, 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 cheap. And if you did it correctly, you should have gotten 12 of them through the program anyway. I think you're going to need 20 to 24 of them. Because they have now made these cards attainable in the Chase Set 2 packs, their prices are dropping. And the reason they've done that, one, is obviously to introduce some more cards in the game. But two, it's, I think it's because this collection is coming. They want these cards to be relatively attainable for people to get. I have spent a ton of stubs in the last two weeks getting these cards. I might still try to go in there and get the five I don't have. They're not a priority, but I might try. I suggest if you've not, if you have not, excuse me, paid attention to this collection yet, it's time. Start doing it. They're cheap. Go in there. Put in buy orders. Be a little patient. They might take like 20 minutes to go through, but I promise they will. I did not do any buy nows on any of these. I put buy orders in and they were all fulfilled. So just be patient. Prime cards. Uh, 
technically there's only 10 on this screen, but we know that uh, prime Jared Weaver is coming this week. A giant fat dud that nobody's going to use because his fastball is going to be 87 miles an hour. So with 11 prime cards, I think you're going to need seven or eight. In the past, prime has been a very, very difficult collection to do. This year, it's still hard because Utley, Gloss, and Sizemore, you have to have completed collections to some degree to get. But the rest of these cards, Brad Hand's cheap. Allider's cheap. Ray Durham is White Sox, but that's a pretty easy one. Steve Ciszek, cheap. Matt Carpenter, cheap. Adam Dunn, his price has come down a lot as a big dog card. Carrasco, cheap. You can get these cards. They're attainable, I promise. You might have some of them already just by playing the game. I think Prime is easier this year and years past. You might disagree with me, but that's just, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, so Prime cards, seven or eight of them. Subject to change, of course, if more cards come out. Awards. There are eight awards cards. I think you're going to need six, guys. I really do. And that's going to be very difficult for a lot of people. Pujols and Crawford are expensive. 100k for Pujols, 80k for Crawford, which is insane, because I know this card just dropped, but it's, it's whatever. Um, Frank Thomas, hard to get. Kirk Gibson, hard to get. Keuchel, hard to get. Price Myers and Houston Street are pretty attainable. This is a card, or this is a collection, a card set a lot of people are going to skip. I think you're going to need six. Wouldn't be surprised if it was five. Again, I went for six just to be more prepared. This one, guys, if you're behind on it and it looks impossible... Skip it. Reallocate your resources somewhere else. Get prepared there. And you can always come back to this one. This is not one I would stress about right now. If you're able to get to five or six, do it. If not, move on. Not a big deal. Sig Series. There are six cards. I think you'll need three or four. In the past, this is the one where SDS hammered people. They were like, ah, oh, there's eight of them. You need seven. I d because Johnson, Young, and Musina are expensive collections, and Tom Glavin is technically a very expensive card at 78k. I can't see them doing that. Franco is easy to get, Suter is easy to get, so I think they'll go three or four. They might even release more cards in this set by the time the collection comes out, which would make it easier for you to figure that out. Um, Milestone, there's only four of them. Releasing Juan Pierre was great. He's 9k, he is the cheapest milestone to get here. If you haven't bought him, go buy him now. Because Clemente's hard to get. Britain is a program card that you might have sold. And Dontra Willis, you have to make World Series or play 400 fucking innings to get. So, I think you're going to need three. I, I really think you're going to need three. They might drop another cheap milestone by then, but I think you're going to need three. So, go buy Juan Pierre and start chipping away at the rest of these cards. This is another one people might skip, but this is why I'm prepared here. I might buy a couple more Juan Pierre's. I might, not sure yet, but I think his price is going to go up when the collection drops. Takashi cards. One of the biggest indicators that a collection is coming soon, that in, in the Roy Halladay program at th uh, 340,000 XP, Takashi pack. This is the first time they've released Takashi packs. As you can see, I've started chipping away. Randy Johnson was my pre-order card. I've purchased Mantle. I've purchased Ricky Henderson. I'm going to wait a few more days for the prices of Guerrero and Utley to come down as people achieve the Takashi pack. I think you're going to need five of them. They just announced that Trevor Hoffman is coming out in the next event. He's a 92 or 93 overall Takashi card, so there will be eight of them very soon. 
I think it is unreasonable for them to, you know, expect you to have Delgado, Joe Morgan, and Trevor Hoffman. But I could see them being dicks and saying, no, you need six of these, which would make Hoffman that, that extra one I think you should go grab, especially because it's just an event. I'm going to be safe and say they're going to make you have the five base rounds. Could be six. Again, there is also a chance it's only four, and you're going to be overprepared, and you can sell and make a huge profit. Try to get to five or six if you can. I, it's the move, I promise. Last one, cover athletes. You're going to need Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer is going to be like the 42 series Jackie Robinson. If you've gotten Joe Maurer, lock him in, boom. I have him, no big deal. A lot of people don't. I've gotten him, so it's going to be a quick, easy lock-in. So guys, this was a mouthful. I know it was a lot. Collections are daunting, whether it's live series or flashbacks and legends. Trust me, I know. I've gotten to a point where I'm experienced enough with this game now where I am able to like walk the tightrope of selling cards as I get them for profit and keeping them because I know it's just safe for collections. I'm kind of at a point where I know which cards are going to rise in price, which cards are going to stay in price, so I can make sound decisions at the time of acquiring the card. Not everybody is at that point. I get it. This conversation is just to help get you in the right mindset now, potentially a week to two weeks before the collection comes out, to start buying cards. Because the second, I promise you this, the second they announce, oh, collection is June 4th, I made that date up, but collection's June 4th, literally that minute, prices on the market, to the moon. To the moon. So try to get in on the ground floor now. Because again, if prices boom to a point where you're like, holy shit, look at these prices. You can either sell your extras the day the collection comes out and be stub rich. Or, and I don't necessarily recommend this, or you can pivot off every card you've invested in once you see the market prices go up and use all those stubs to go and complete your live series instead. If you've completed live series, clearly you cannot do that. But... This is a great way to make stubs if you are smart. I am going to hold every single card until I see the collection come out and see what I need. I'm not going to sell anything based off that initial market jump. There will come a point, though, where I make some decisions where like, okay, I don't need this many as I thought. Boom, boom, boom. Sell it. Make quick 50k stubs. Whatever the number is. Collection drop days are some of the craziest market days you will ever see. People are so reactionary to just buy now. You can post things for exorbitant prices, and the market is moving. It's a hard day to flip on the app because things are moving so quickly. But if you've got stuff just fucking sitting there, it is it is a great way to make stubs. The big dog program that they released crashed that market. Don't worry, it'll readjust once the once the collection comes out. I'm going to try my best to go in and buy some more of those cheaper big dog cards because their prices are going to double, triple, maybe quadruple. And you make some bread. Okay? I know this episode was a mouthful. I know it was a lot to digest. I know it was a lot to wrap your heads around. But this is, again, I think this is the type of content that is helpful. Obviously, we're just making guesses here because we don't know anything. We don't know when it's coming out, what you're going to need. We don't even fucking know who it's going to be. This We didn't even discuss that. I don't even know who it could be. I think, I think if I had to make one educated guess, and it's going to make people upset because we have enough fucking first baseman as is, 
We've yet to see a Ryan Howard that's above a 90. I could see this being like a 96 or 97 Ryan Howard. I'm not quite sure that our first big boy collection, quote unquote, is going to be a 99, just based on how they've scaled this game. I hope I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I, I, I just don't know. Um, I also, for the record, hope it's not Ryan Howard because we have enough fucking first baseman. I need middle infielders. I need a third baseman. I need more corner outfield options. There are a lot of guys we still need. Clearly, it's only the end of May. I don't mean it in, in that way. But like, there are a lot of positions I'd like to see fleshed out before we get more first baseman. Fuck, I mean, catcher could be another position. We got blessed early on with catchers, and now it's gotten a little stagnant. I'm not taking 96 Joe Maurer out until 90-90 uh, Joe Maurer comes out, but there are a lot of people struggling at the catcher position. But guys, especially on YouTube, let me know your thoughts. Let me know which collections you think might be hardest. Predict. Tell me. Who do you think our collection reward is even going to be? I hope it's good. There's a chance they tier our collection rewards, and like if you collect 10 vouchers, you get one card, and 15, you get another. I don't know. I don't know. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But I'm excited to see what the card is. I'm hoping that I have enough collected to get it day one. And you'll be hearing a review from me on the card and the process. All right? So thank you guys for listening. Again, I'm sorry about last week fucking up the YouTube recording, but I remembered to record it this time. So I'm the best, and that's it. Catch you guys next week.